Welcome to Chicago's Afternoon News. This is 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent, Steve Bertrand, Mary Vandeveld, Kevin Powell. We're all here. And on the phone is Mark Kleisner. Mark is the president and executive director of Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools. And Mark, everybody's talking about it, and you know it better than anyone. There is a teacher shortage in the state of Illinois. What areas are getting hit the hardest by that? Well, hi, Lisa, and and thank you for having me on. Um, So the regional offices, we have 38 offices across the state, which is which gives us the opportunity to to really touch kind of every corner of the state. And we've been looking at this crisis since 2015. We've formally studied it 17, 18 and 19, and the crisis was getting worse and worse. And when you ask, like, who's getting hit the worst? Um, it's a matter of perspective. The, our rural schools, you know, if you if you uh, if you have um, two or three unfilled positions, that's a measurable percentage. It may be your whole math department. Um, it, up near Chicago, it may be a dozen teachers, and yet those teachers are in large schools that can actually help cover each other's spaces. So it's a different problem. But what we're finding right now in January of 22 is it's impacting essentially every school in the state. And that's what's horrifying. And it's forcing the cancellation of courses or you got to move them online. And I think the issue that hits every parent the hardest is when we read that those teaching positions might be filled with people who are not fully qualified. What exactly does that mean, not fully qualified? So Lisa's a great question. And you're right. Um, we are concerned about quality. And not fully qualified refers to their licensure. And licensure takes on a couple of different aspects. Um, In Illinois, we issue what's called a professional educator license, but those are granted at certain grade bands. So let's say, for instance, you had a math teacher at the high school level, and for some reason a school was now using that teacher in fifth grade that teacher would not be really qualified to be a a fifth-grade teacher. You can imagine the extremes the other way around. If you had a third-grade teacher teaching, you know, physics, Um, those are extreme examples. But the notion is it's a twofold question. One is the the content that that you are qualified to teach and the grade levels you're qualified to teach. And in some cases, school districts have felt the need to be creative or flexible just so that they have quality teachers in front of kids, even if they aren't specifically qualified to teach the age level or the content um, that's before them. This is Mark Kleisner on Chicago's Afternoon News. He is the president and executive director of Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools. So I know it's not just teachers, but it's staff, it's bus drivers, it's certainly school nurses. And a lot of people are asking the question, well, why not bring back retired teachers? And that has something to do with the pension. Are legislators now addressing that? Yes. um, Great question. So particularly with COVID um, making the situation even worse. You're exactly right, Lisa. We're talking about every employee in a school district from crossing guards and bus drivers and paraprofessionals up to superintendents, principals, teachers, 
Um, the current rule is that a retired teacher can come back, but no more than 100 days a year. The average school calendar is 176 to 185 school days. So we're talking about only half a year. And what you're proposing is exactly on the plate. What if we suspend that rule for a year so that retired, experienced, high-quality teachers can actually come back and teach as much as they want, um, thus helping close the gap on our teacher crisis? But, Mark, this is a problem in search of a fix that's longer than one year, right? I mean, it's been growing for a long time. What are the long-term solutions? I believe, didn't Illinois just recently raise its minimum pay for teachers? Did that have an impact? Steve, it's a great question. Um, yes, I will tell you that when we studied in 17, 18, and 19, we already saw the trends in the wrong direction. And then COVID hit, and it's just, instead of a trend, it's a cliff. Um, you're exactly right. There was a Senate bill that became a law to raise the minimum um, teacher salary to $40,000. Unfortunately, at the time, we were still under the old funding mechanism, and we had a great deal of downstate districts who were forced to let staff go so that they could comply with the higher salary rates. So the result was higher class sizes and um, fewer teaching positions simply to meet the criteria. Now, since then, um, Illinois has instituted the evidence-based funding mechanism, and that new formula is slowly closing the gap, allowing for more equity in spending across the state. And so we can see on the horizon, um, unfortunately, but it's going to take us another 20 years to get to what the formula calls adequacy, um, in our funding of schools. Illinois, you may know, Illinois 10 years ago was the 49th funded state for state education um, support. And so we've got a long way to go. And money is only one of the issues. There are other things like accountability test scores, uh, the revised tiered pension system. And today we're dealing with things like mental health. And we're talking about you know, um, trauma in the homes, uh, suicide rates, domestic violence. There are so many other factors that have contributed to the educator shortage. We really have to confront on, on many different fronts. So, um, Steve, your question about did money help? Money helps. In addition, other ways to expedite toward licensure? Uh, Lisa's questions about those grade bands or content. If we're going to use um, a quicker route for second career folks to get licenses faster, um, we're also asking the legislature this year for additional money for um, minority teaching initiatives, which might attract more uh, candidates of color into the teaching profession. Not a, nonetheless, and, and we got to jump to news here pretty quick. You've got a big job ahead of yourself, you know, and, and it's something that affects all of us. And we appreciate you addressing some of the issues today. But one of the things that you said that I read about was just elevating the respect of teachers and how they are perceived by society. And with that, I agree with you 100%. So we do a thing called Thank You Thursday, and tomorrow we'll in, invite people to thank a teacher. And hopefully that will just boost the, um, you know, just boost the love for the teachers who are out there trying to do it in a staff that is so thin these days. Thank you so much for joining us.
<laughs> it was my pleasure. Thank you for letting me join you. 